Hello, travelers! Welcome to Day Trips, our weekly shorter episodes of terrifying travels, where either Sabrina or I share with you one or more stories from a location we have covered before. My name is Maddie, and today I'm taking you back to Madrid, Spain, to talk about the legends of the Linares Palace. Let's dive into it. Let's start with the building itself. The Linares Palace is located in the tourism district of Madrid. The plot of land for the palace was bought in 1872 and construction began in 1877. The owners of the building, the Marquesas, the Marquise of Linares, moved into the palace in 1884. The palace is, well, a palace, meaning that it is very grand and elegant. Marble staircases, four floors, a garden, stables, a library, a music room, etc. Imagine the house from Downton Abbey, and you get the picture. The palace was the very definition of class and elegance at the time. But the palace also hid a very dark secret. And that secret starts with the family. Mateo Magura was a wealthy merchant in Spain and the father of the first Marquis of Linares, José de Magura. José and Mateo worked incredibly hard to rise up to the rank of Marquis, which they earned as they made a good living in the Western world. The father and son worked in Cuba and helped to construct Cuba's rail system. In 1873, the King of Spain at the time gave José the title of Marquis of Linares after the small Andalusian town that Jose was from. Shortly after, Jose fell in love with a woman named Raimunda Ortega, who was from a lower social class. Jose's father forbid the marriage, and he sent Jose away to England to study, hoping that Jose would forget about Raimunda. Shortly after this, though, Mateo, the father, died, and Jose returned to Spain, where his relationship with Raimunda grew. The two married and had a daughter of their own, which they also named Raimunda, nicknamed Mundetita. This is when the family began to destruct the palace in Madrid. While construction was going on, Jose also ordered the workers to build a life-size dollhouse for his daughter. The family moved in and began their life together. Put a pin in that dollhouse detail, as we'll be coming back to it later. But one day, Jose came across a letter from his father that was sealed shut and unopened. Curious about what his father was keeping from him, Jose opened and read the letter. In it, Mateo detailed an extramarital affair with another woman at a tobacco factory in Madrid. Here is the letter. My son, it cost me a great effort to write this letter. So many times I have longed to confide in you and tell you my secret, a terrible secret that I have kept hidden for a long time. In my life, as in that of other men, there have been fleeting love stories which came to nothing, remaining simple memories. However, one of these brief affairs became more than a simple night of passion. Two years before you were born, I met a beautiful woman, a cigarette seller. She loved me like no one has ever loved me before, and I felt the same about her. From our relationship, a child was born, who, until now, I had never met. 
She did not even take my surname, and her mother raised her alone and did not want me to help her financially. Finally, she died without ever telling the child the name of her real father. That little girl grew into the same woman you have fallen in love with, Raimunda. Jose dropped the letter in shock and began to process the fact that he had married Raimunda, who was his half-sister. Horrified, distraught, and disgusted by his actions, Jose began to think that his daughter was cursed, an unholy creation from an incestuous relationship. Jose took his daughter and drowned her in the bathtub to rid himself of this curse, to get rid of the proof of what he had did. But this was his daughter, his beautiful daughter, his pride and joy. After committing the murder, Jose gave the order to bury him in the garden and then committed suicide overcome with grief of how he killed his daughter. The Linares Palace remained empty for quite some time, until 1990, when the government went in to renovate the building. The workers there began to notice events that they could not give a logical explanation to. The sounds of steps in empty rooms, doors that opened and closed by themselves, even moans and screams in the middle of the night. All these events used to happen by the famous life-size dollhouse that was built for the daughter of the Marquis of Linares, and which we can still see in the palace. And that's the legend of the Linares Palace. And now, let's debunk this. <laughs> First question, are these people real? The family in the palace are real. Jose de Magura y Riolid was an aristocrat in Spain in the 1880s, and he was the first Marquis of Linares. His wife was named Romenda Ortega, although there's no mention of her social class. The only person that is a little iffy in this story is the daughter. And in this version, I told you, she was a biological daughter. Now, historically, Jose and Raimunda had no biological children, but they did officially adopt three children, one of them being named Raimunda as well. So perhaps the biological child part was added in there for spice, but these were real historical people, so this part of the legend is very true. Second question, was there an actual incestuous relationship or a murder that happened? And the answer is no, there wasn't. We know that the Marquis, far from the macabre actions attributed to them, carried out numerous charitable activities. They were a big benefactor in Spain. They helped children a lot of the time. Like I mentioned, they adopted three children of their own. So to say that they would commit murder is kind of far-fetched and a little reaching. Um, in addition, at Jose's death, some of the richest families of Madrid attended his funeral and his ceremony. Uh, so the theory of the burial in the garden is also ruled out. Now, it makes no mention of suicide, what he died of, where I'm not entirely sure. And it also makes no mention that him and Raimunda were related in any way. So we can rule that the incest and the murder probably did not happen historically. So our third question, how did this legend come to be and why is it 
so popular? Well, the answer is the media. Remember how I said that the workers started to experience weird phenomenons in the palace? All of these phenomenons started to be so frequent that soon the press in Madrid, anxious for substantial headlines at the time, began to write about the ghost in the Linares Palace. This caused numerous parapsychologists and researchers to start going into the palace and trying to see if there's anything actually there. Among them, Carmen Sanchez Castro, a parapsychologist who claimed to have recorded psychophonies inside the building. She recorded the ghost of a mother who mentioned her daughter, Ramunda, and accused someone of having committed murder. All of the newspapers in Madrid at the time picked up on this news, with headlines such as, Are there ghosts in the Linares Palace? Who was Raymunda? Were the Marquis of Linares murderers? Many skeptics and historians protested in belief at such headlines, but new versions of what happened in the old mansion continue to appear. From here, different theories and versions of the legends were created, always influenced by the sensationalism of the time. One theory explained how Raimondita had been born deformed and suffered different syndromes as a result of the sinful union between the siblings. But the most morbid and most widespread version back then talked about how the Marquis of Linares, horrified by the discovery of the letter, decided to kill his own daughter for considering her cursed and for being proof of their incest, which is the version of the story I told you today. There's also different versions of the murder of Raimondita. Raimondita. Uh, some say that she was drowned in one of the marble bathtubs. Some say she was walled into one of the walls of the mansion, etc., etc., and the story becomes even more distorted since there were also theories saying that after the death of his daughter, Jose was plunged into grief and decided to commit suicide, but not before giving the order to be buried in the garden of the palace, which we cannot confirm nor deny historically. Despite all the stories told about the paranormal phenomenon at the Linares Palace, different researchers have studied the origin of all these rumors and have concluded that it is simply a legend. Now, is this palace actually haunted? Or should we believe the workers in saying that they experienced this? Or is this palace just haunted by the legend created by the media? We may never know. Thank you guys for joining me on this day trip back to Madrid. I'm sorry that it's so short. I have a bit of a cold this week. So thank you so much for listening. Sabrina and I will see you guys next week with new stories out of Bavaria, Germany. Be sure to like and share this episode wherever you find your podcasts. It's a great way to help us out. Thanks for listening and stay terrified. Ciao!